Welcome. You're listening to The Aligned Self, conversations in creating a conscious and abundant life. This is Daniel DeNovi. I'll be your guide and host. Let's see just where we can take this. Here we are in another episode in the series on intuition, and this is going to be one of the bigger ones. This is called 10,000 Whispers, and it's the idea that you are continuously and always surrounded by intuitive guidance, intuitive messages, and it's not a matter of intuition speaking to you. It's a matter of you listening and tuning in. This topic is actually a blending of two concepts two ideas from two different sources. One is Linda Madden Dahl, and she has written several books based on the work of Seth, the channel material of Jane Roberts, and is actually mentioned in her book, 10,000 Whispers. Now, I'll talk in a minute on how I came across this book, and it is right in the realm of the whole concept. And the other source is Penny Pierce, intuitive psychic, and she wrote a book called The Intuitive Way, and is an excellent handbook, workbook in developing your intuitive guidance, your intuitive access. But Penny said to me something that was, she said to to me, I read it in her book, but it was as if she was speaking to me. She said that the universe, God, goddess, all that is, is always communicating with us. In everywhere we look, everything we hear is intuitive guidance or can be intuitive guidance. And this was a revelatory idea for me when I first came across it, because by and large, I experienced intuition as something that kind of was intermittent, that would come in now and then. But when I began to consider that the universe is always communicating to us, our guides, guide us, angels, they're always at our beck and call. They're always available. We're never alone. We're never left high and dry. So this brings me back to how I came across Linda Madden Dahl's book and actually her work for the very first time. I was in a Barnes & Noble's bookstore when there was bookstores. And depending on when you listen to this, there may not be any more physical bookstores, which saddens me. But here I was in the Barnes & Noble's bookstore, and I had already purchased uh, three or four books on business and marketing. And I was about to leave, and I was actually at the door. And suddenly I got the urge to check out if there was anything new in the New Age New Thought section. So I walk over, and I'm just sort of scanning the shelves. And this one book just kind of was luminous and stood out among all the rest. And it was the book, 10,000 Whispers, A Guide to Conscious Creation. And it was a quick read, at least it felt like a quick read. I devoured the book, and I'll talk about some of the creation techniques that I've used and applied to my life from that book, probably throughout this podcast. It was very instrumental in forming a lot of the ideas that I utilize in my life. It was first published in 1995 and has been revised since then, but I'll leave links to both the authors and the books in the show notes for you to investigate further. So in this episode, uh, I'm going to explain a lot of the, or answer a lot of the questions that people had when I originally posted, what would you like to know about intuition? 
And some of those questions were like, where does intuition come from? What does uh, repeating numbers mean? The five, five, fives, the three, three, threes, the one, one, ones. Uh, what about synchronicity? Uh, can intuition speak to you through other people? So I will answer those questions and more as we go through this. First and foremost uh, is an understanding that intuition or this inner wisdom is actually a co-creative dance between you as an ego or an an individualized being and God, God is all that is, the universe. It's a flow of information that goes back and forth. Now, in my mind, it's a model such as concentric circles, circles within circles. And you can think of a bullseye where in the very middle you have the bullseye. I see that very middle point as your self-identity me, myself, and I. It's the ego, your ego identification inside the material world, your material experience. And the outer circles, as it goes out, let's say you have the bullseye, and then there's a circle around that center point. So the next level around that center point would be your subconscious mind. And then the next circle beyond that is God, goddess, all that is. And it goes out forever and ever and ever to the edge of the universe. So these different rings around the center are levels of awareness. And these different levels or rings are equivalent to, say, third dimensional thinking, fourth dimensional thinking, fifth dimensional thinking, which we'll get into at a later date. But just consider that it gives you access to multiple layers or multiple dimensions of awareness. And through training your intuitive guidance or the accessing that intuitive information You release your conscious awareness from your ego identification to move out to the outer rings to get information that you don't have ready access to in your experience of life. Now, you might be asking, where does this come from? Where did I get this information? It actually came to me through meditation. This model, this idea uh, came to me one day in It was in response to the question on where does intuitive information come from? Now, if there's anything that I can add to this uh, to kind of expand the understanding of it is that um, these these different rings, these different circles, circles within circles, is one way to describe it. But in my mind, the circles are not clearly defined. There's not clearly defined lines from one level to the next. It's more of a color gradient with the very center circle or center dot being completely black. And as you move out to the outer edges, it becomes completely white. And then in between are these different gradients of gray to white. Now, forgive me if you're not a visual person. I do have a visual representation and I'll probably create a bonus episode that will uh, be posted after this one goes live. So you can look for that. And I'll have some links to where you can actually go and access a visual representation. I do have, I've created a video, a short video of of what it looks like metaphorically, just so you have a better understanding of what I'm talking about. If you are not particularly visual person, maybe you're more kinesthetic or sensation oriented or you're auditory based and it's hard for you to make pictures. And as I'm thinking about this, there's probably several different resources I could put in that. So we'll title that bonus episode as resources to access your intuition. 
But that model gives you an idea where intuitive guidance could be coming from. You know, if it's coming from your subconscious, it could be and is related to your experience of life. But it is also modified and modulated by your higher self, your inner being, your overself, the soul. It's been called several different things throughout the years, depending on from different sources, different people, different teachers but are essentially talking about the same thing where you have your ego, your self-identity, and that's governed by a higher self or a higher level of intelligence specifically interested in your incarnation and your creative ability inside this life. And then that fits inside of a greater whole. So you'll hear people say that we're all one. Yes, but we don't necessarily have the experience of that on an ongoing basis. You have your self-identity, which is your experience of life, but in the outer reaches of awareness, we are connected to all that is. The unified field, the creative intelligence, the super-consciousness. So as you become more intuitive, more in touch with your intuitive information, you have the ability to send your conscious awareness to outer and outer reaches Uh, uh, beyond the local information to access non-local or information that you don't have firsthand experience of in this incarnation. Everybody has access to this information. And what I see as a critical skill is part of you playing the role in the expansion of consciousness, uh, especially for you younger folks. Now, if you don't know, uh, I am at the you know, in my sixth decade of life. And so if you're younger than 40, uh, understand that consciousness is, you know, kind of the the explorations of consciousness has been prepaved for you by the people older than you, the generation and generations before you. So just as you see young kids uh, almost wired to or already knowing how to use a remote, how to use an iPad, how to use a phone, Those of you that are 40 and under, and even those being born today, are already wired to be able to access intuitive guidance more readily than, say, some of your older counterparts. Now, there's always going to be exceptions, but as a general rule, you'll be able to see that. And that's why there's been an increase in the number of uh, empaths, quote-unquote, the people that are like kind of on all the time. And so they're always receiving the, the different energies from, you know, from around them. And we'll do a special episode on empaths. I think you're a special group of people, but no more special than anyone else. <laughs> you just have some special concerns that you need to take care of, some uh, personal issues and boundaries that need to be established. So empaths are going to require their own special podcast episode. Okay, so referring back to episode two in how to access, uh, how to use intuition to, to guide your life, I talked primarily on tapping into the, the kinesthetic aspect, the sensation aspect, uh, your feelings in your body. Now, that's just one channel of receiving intuitive information, psychic information, but it is the channel that is most readily available to everyone with very little training. So this sensation aspect is also referred to as clairsentient or clear feeling. Now the process of seeing visions of the past, the present, future, uh, images that flash through your mind, 
They could be movies, scenes. This is known as clairvoyant or accessing your third eye. It's kind of getting the, the big picture of things. When you receive information through your audio channel, you'll hear words, sounds, music, um, possibly your own voice or someone, uh, a different voice. Oftentimes, I'll get uh, auditory information that, that occurs for me just uh, kind of like in the lower left side of my head as if someone's just whispering over my shoulder. But the quality is that of a, a man's voice, and it is rather non-emotional, just kind of matter of fact. And when I'm doing a reading, I'll get phrases or comments or a, a word that pops in my head. And now another channel is Claire Aliens, and that's clear smelling. Uh, this is less popular or less common. Let's say that. Uh, I have met one individual that attended one of my workshops where he had a fragrance for every person, and each fragrance corresponded to a particular uh, personality aspect. Personally, I've experienced this in uh, smelling roses or different fragrances, uh, sometimes cigarette smoke or cigar smoke, indicating a presence of uh, someone that has passed uh, that is no longer in the physical and is visiting or wants an audience. And another channel that is even less common is Claire Gustin's or Clear Tasting. I've never actually had this occur for myself and the last one is clear cognizance, knowing, clear knowing, knowing without knowing how you know, and having knowledge of people, events, the past, the present, the future, um, with no physical reference. Now, this can occur as a singular knowing, or it can be almost like a download of information where you know the ins and outs, the whys, the wherefores of everything that went on in a particular situation. So just like you're right-handed or left-handed, uh, we all have a preferred sense, a way of interpreting and dealing with the world. Now, over the years, since I was 28, I've made a concerted effort to actually develop uh, the different modalities, the visual, auditory, kinesthetic um, aspects of interpreting the world and developing a vocabulary to where I can receive information on multiple levels in multiple ways. And some of you may have already have access to that information. Some of you may have access to only one channel most easily. Uh, but it doesn't mean that you cannot develop the other channels with a little bit of effort, a little bit of attention. So since I've talked about the different clairs, the different channels of information, uh, you probably have a sense or an idea of which one is strongest for you or which one you may gravitate towards in receiving information. Now, understand that, again, this is a cooperative uh, dance with the universe, and the universe is always in the, the process of answering your most current question, your most pressing need. And this is why it's important to ask intelligent questions or questions that will actually lead to an answer that's worthwhile for you. And I'll do a whole podcast episode on asking questions. So going back to the idea of the being in a cooperative dance with the universe, with God, Goddess, all it is, your intuition is the process of interpreting the messages that is being offered up to you from intuitive guidance. 
or universal intelligence, superintelligence, the creative consciousness. And again, we're in the consideration that the universe is always communicating to you and information is always available for the asking or for the gathering. And the information will come to you in a multitude of different ways. Consider that the universe is interested in economy, you know, the the flow of or the path of least resistance, giving you information in a way that's readily interpretable, relatable, uh, with the least amount of effort. So the universe, God, God is all that is, super consciousness, super intelligence, creative intelligence, may communicate you through different channels such as books, television shows, offhand remarks from strangers, a magazine article, radio, you know, songs will pop up on the radio and just suddenly you'll be aware of it. Animals and spirit animals, spirit messengers, you'll see repeating numbers. And I'm going to go into deeper uh, what some of these could mean or may mean for you. So as we proceed, here is a heuristic or a rule of thumb that you can utilize in order to interpret uh, intuitive guidance when something may be more meaningful than just a circumstance or common occurrence. Consider that anything that stands out for you seems to be or appears to be more distinct than the rest of the landscape that it has particular meaning for you. Earlier, when I was talking about the book 10,000 Whispers by Linda Maddendahl, it seemed more luminous on the shelf. The rest of the books just kind of faded in and were, it just, it, they just weren't as clear. And so this book kind of stood out. And I'll tell a story about uh, back when I was 13 years old, not in this episode, but there was a time when I was asking a, a question nonstop for two weeks and no one seemed to have the answer that resonated for me. And I was in the library, school library and someone pushed a book in on one side of the stack and a book fell out on my side. And it was a book that contained the answer that I needed on that day at that moment in time. So I'll do that in a, a separate episode but this idea of luminosity, of something appearing brighter, more shiny than other things, has significance, especially if you're visually oriented. Now, one way that I'll use this is when I go to a restaurant and the outcome or the objective, the question is, I want an amazing dining experience, typically with my wife. And so if the table that we're being led to is not luminous, it doesn't feel right, I'll ask for a different table. And I'll look for one that is more luminous or more appealing. And I'll ask, how about that one? And very often they're very accommodating and they'll seat you there. They may even have to arrange some of the different assignments with some of the other wait staff in order to make it, a, to make it happen. But you just need to ask for it. So what am I being guided towards? Maybe I'm being guided away from another table where someone might be having an argument. It could just be the flow or the energy of the restaurant. It could be that I'll be assigned with a particular um, server that will make a difference for the meal. Another way of utilizing this luminosity is when you're planning a date for something and maybe a starting date for a project or you know, get out the calendar and just kind of generally scan it and see if one date is more luminous, more alluring than all the others. And then trust it and go with it. 
That's your start date. That's the, that's the date for the event. In addition to luminosity, it just could be an, an urging or a knowing that this is the appropriate place to go or the appropriate uh, thing to do, or it'll show up like a compulsion. I don't know why, but uh, I need to go for a walk. Or like me knowing in previous podcasts uh, that I needed to go for a drive or to go down a particular road. And I'll do a future podcast on my nesty plunge into the hands of God, which was a, a totally intuitive trip to Sedona, which I can talk about in more detail in another episode. So in order to make this more digestible, I broke this episode up in half. So you just listened to the first half of 10,000 Whispers. Now you can go on to part two of 10,000 Whispers, where we continue the conversation Until then, this is Daniel Danovi, suggesting that you follow your bliss and live the epic life. (laughs) 